Hello, and, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, a podcast where we will enlighten you of all the hidden stuff you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this work since 2005 and have learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Do you enjoy change? Well, I am slow to change. How about that? (laughs) I'm the type of person that likes to kind of take small steps and make sure every step is really solid before I just kind of look before I leap, I guess, you know, that, that sort of thing. And I, I, I like to have solid ground. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think, I think that's pretty common. You know, we always joke like people love change. Not. <laughs> oh, why would they like this change? It's going to be so much better now. <laughs> exactly. It's always so fun to get through it. Yeah. But it's usually worth it on the other end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, especially when it's well thought out and, you know, rules are set up and, and things like that. So people kind of understand. I think sometimes with change, um, it is, you know, just kind of fast and loose and people aren't really sure what to expect. So that is what might make them nervous. And for me, it's like, you know, I'd like to just jump into something, but uh, what's the end result here? What are we working towards? You know, what is um, the expectation, I guess? Yeah, not trying to take a little bit of the unknown away. That's the scary part, I think. Exactly, exactly. And um, what we're going to talk about, I'll just kind of preface it a little bit. We're going to be talking about the um, EOS operating system, which is the entrepreneurial operating system. And um, it was invented by a gentleman um, named Gino Wickman. And we kind of took, I think, initially the baby steps, too, of even getting into that, you know, which is probably more me than, than Kristen, as, as she likes to just run, <laughs> run with change. Run right into the change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and the reason that we're talking about that today is because we wanted to at least address some things that, and some problems that I think that a lot of businesses have. And ours definitely included where you are experiencing a lot of fast growth. And if you are like us, you know, we knew a lot of what we were selling, if you will. We knew a lot about, you know, creative design and freelancers and things like that. But we didn't know a lot about running the actual guts of a system or of a company. I'm sorry. And we had really no operating system other than what we knew. And once you start introducing more and more people to that, non-system <laughs> gets really, really confusing. It's very <laughs> messy. And I think also um, you and I both really like to learn and read mm-hmm. and, and see different speakers and stuff. And so we would always be bringing back these different ideas and just kind of piling them on and mm-hmm. adding them in. And there was a point where we just stepped back and were like, this is just kind of a big mess. And it may or may not make sense to us, but definitely doesn't make sense to the other people who are trying to work right, with us. Right, right. And one of the other things that we had happen too is because, you know, Kristen and I are both at the, the top of the food chain in, in this instance, um, people weren't really sure who they reported to. You know, people, for the longest time, we made decisions together, so people felt they had to talk to both of us all the time for every decision, which, of course, can get also very complicated for them as well. Yeah, they would physically stand between our offices mm-hmm. and have a conversation right 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 and that should have been a clue this right may not be working for people or the other thing that happens too is you know if um i don't get it from mom i'm gonna go ask dad so it was a little bit of i'm gonna and I, I know who i'm gonna win this discussion with so i'm gonna go talk to that parent and um get what i want which you know in, in some ways did not work either i mean Kristen and i always talk through everything so it's not like you know it was one person getting permission and the, you know, another person 
yeah, you know, it usually wasn't along very with successful. It. <laughs> no, it was not very successful. So we ended up, you know, talking all together anyway. But yeah, it, you know, just as far as like, you know, accountability and hierarchy and um, how we did things all just got really convoluted. And a lot of it was just because, again, a fast growth and wanting to get things done. Um, so it was actually refreshing to kind of just wipe the board of everything and start with a system that has proven to work with other companies. Yeah, so we discovered this EOS system. Um, I think we went to a presentation or something about it. And I think it was through EO, the entrepreneurial organization. Yeah, probably. And so um, we started using some of the tools. Mm -hmm. We used some of the tools for years, but we didn't really go all in on it until maybe five years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so... I think that always it must have always made sense to us in some way because we were using some of the mm-hmm. parts. But I think we sort of hit that point where we had just thrown those parts in with all the other, you know, twenty different little pieces and, <laughs> right. and bits that we were trying to stir up a big pot together. And you know, sometimes those things don't work together; they're mm-hmm. sort of conflicting mm-hmm. or whatever. And at some point, I think we went to another presentation <laughs> about the same <laughs> system and said, you know, we should just do this Mm -hmm. like maybe we should like you said wipe the slate clean not be trying to piecemeal and put all these parts together someone has figured out how all these pieces fit together what if we just tried following what they already put together exactly and and stop trying to make some brand new system when when something had had already worked yeah and so i the way i always describe eos to people is that it's a it's a group of tools and systems and processes that all sort of they they all work together and they help you run and manage your business. So they don't help you do the work that you do. Right. Like if you're a designer, they don't have you design or whatever. They just help you run the business. And actually I think help you spend the least time necessary running the business. So you can spend time on the thing that you do. Like you really don't want to get caught up in like taking extra time to bill your clients or right. whatever. Or, like or attending 5,000 meetings and, yeah. and things like that, that, some of which were not necessary or you didn't have to be in all of them or something like that. And it was just really strategically thinking about how this company should work. Yeah, you can get so caught into spending so much time on things like that, like you said, operational things, that all of that time is time you don't get to spend with your clients or mm-hmm. your, you know, your customers, whoever it is you serve, or your team. Or, or doing your actual job. And in our case, you know, doing jobs that, the owner should be doing you know you we could step out of the minutiae a lot in the day-to-day and really work you know overseeing and planning and things like that and and running the business versus you know kind of doing the tasks of the business yeah which is actually really empowering I don't always use that word (laughs) actually (laughs) could use the word empowering um it's it is empowering I think to the people on your team too because then you're letting them do their job right saying you know here's what I expect I trust you to do it. Let me know if you have a problem. You're not getting in their way and they're feeling trusted to do their work. Like it's really, you know, good for them Mm -hmm. too. And you're able to pull back, like you said, because you can see the bigger picture. Yeah. One of the um, more powerful things someone had said to us was, you know, when you delegate, you're giving other people opportunity. Um, So for what, was it just a mundane task for me or even something that maybe I struggled with by giving it to somebody else that gave them the opportunity to grow and learn and um, be more a part of the team too. So uh, that's a lot of what this is as well. Um, One of my favorite things that we did with um, the EOS system is um, really looked at what tasks the company needed, what jobs, what job descriptions had to be filled and not think about 
who you had on the team to do that. Um, you will find when you grow a business, you you will sometimes put people into roles that you think you need at the time, or it's kind of a half baked job description or things like that. But when you really broke it down, it's like okay, we need you know someone to you know run the operations or pay the bills or um, do the recruiting, you know, those were solid job descriptions. And then you would look and say, who do we have that would fill that role? Not, you know, thinking about um, writing a job to fit somebody's personality that um, opened up a lot of potential for people. And I think for just for the company itself. Yeah, it was, that was such a great exercise. I, I mean, we still use that one all the time. I think the interesting thing about EOS is, you know, five years in, we're always still using these tools. Mm-hmm. It's not like we just sort of you know, put them all in place and, you know, now we're done. Yep. <laughs> we're just, we're always pulling out that accountability chart or, mm-hmm. the, you know, different tools. And I really like the accountability chart because it's not just your org chart, which right. it looks like. I mean, it yeah. does sort it of is not look, visually chart. look yes. like that. But it also has four to six bullet points for every job. Mm-hmm. So you're specifically saying on the chart, like, what are the top handful of things this, you know, this role has to do? Mm-hmm. And it really makes you... Think about what's most important about the role. Like you said, like, what does this role really have to accomplish? You know, what, why do you need it? If you can't come up with four or five things, maybe, you know, maybe (laughs) you don't need it. Maybe you need to merge it with something else or whatever. Or if you have 10, maybe it's actually two jobs. Like it's, you know, it can go both ways. And then you figure out, you know, who would be the best fit for it. And, and that can be challenging. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can have situations and, and, um, we've seen it. I mean, we know lots of people that run EOS mm-hmm. and I've definitely seen people have an amazing person and know where to put them. Right. And that can be really, really hard. And, you know, at the end of the day, y- you try to help them find somewhere else where they can be successful because even if you would create a job for them, it wouldn't be great. You right. know, it's not going to work out. It's not one of the key things you need anyway. So right. it's, it's just sort of a no-win proposition. Right. And as an owner, do you want to have someone on the payroll that is just a nice person or, yeah. or a good worker? You know, you have to, they have to do something. You know, they have to, you know, provide an ROI. They have to contribute somehow. Um, and yeah, and that's where it gets, starts getting a little sticky for mm-hmm. sure. Um, the I other mean, thing that gets a little sticky too is, um, you know, people not wanting to fit in that box anymore. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, this whole system, I always think it's simple, but it's not easy because it's a lot of really challenging conversations. Mm-hmm. And it starts back with what we originally said. A lot of it is change. Right. And while even I, I saw it happen on our team, even though people would all have agreed this is really frustrating and it was going to be kind of contentious and, you know, some bad dynamics and whatever. Still, they would have rather have left it mm-hmm. like they still you know you're like okay well we're doing something new and there was so much pushback with that because right. it's I guess it's just the unknown you're like yeah but we don't like the way it is now but at least we know the way it is yes. now as opposed to yes. like we have no idea what you're rolling out and the other thing that we got and this was fairly earned we definitely had some people that were so we had like the active resistors that were like, <laughs> right? no, I'm fighting this. <laughs> and then we had some people that were just kind of like, okay, I'll sit back and I'll see how it pans out. Because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking in two months, you're going to come up with something else. Right. Because we had brought so many different things to the table and different ideas that, you know, that, that was well-deserved. Mm-hmm. But some people just were like, okay, I'll just kind of see I'll how wait it, it out. out. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. Like they weren't actively resisting it, but they weren't going to jump in with two feet either. Right. 
Right. They're going to just sit back and watch it all play out if it did play out, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, and which is fair. And um, what's interesting, too, about the EOS system as well is it made us look at our own accountability, too. Um, so yeah, and that w- we discovered we were the bottleneck for right. a bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> Right, and a lot of decision-making and a lot of, you know, even just setting up a meetings because people felt like we always had to be in the meeting. Well, you know, either Catherine or Kristen will have to be there because it's about it's their company and they should know. And it's like, well, we don't have to know everything, you know? Yeah. And once we started, you know, with the accountability chart again, kind of breaking it down to the meetings that we would be in and the w- meetings that we plan on having be run by another person on our leadership team, you know, it... it got a lot easier i think you yes. know to get things through because they wouldn't have to wait for our schedule to be clear or whatever yeah and and clearer for everyone mm-hmm. they didn't have to wonder am i supposed to invite Catherine this one or not I right no right i think people would by default invite more people than needed and mm-hmm. you know cc more people than needed on email whatever because it's like well it's better to include somebody than not right right which is you know, I guess I probably believe that too. Right. I don't want to leave anybody else. I'll just include extra people. But, you know, that's all time that it takes away Absolutely. from that person from doing, you know, whatever else they would have been doing. Something far more productive than yes. just sitting in a meeting pretending like it's interesting. Yeah. Which um, also brings us up to, you know, like just the, the meeting cadence too of EOS as well. It, you know, it lays out what the meetings are supposed to be like, you know, when they are, how often they are. Um, what needs to be covered in those particular meetings. And it, it is getting, you know, through, you know, a little bit of minutia really quickly and then getting right to the issues right away in, in some of them, which has been proven to be very useful because we would tend to go off on tangents, talk about things that didn't matter to everybody in the room. Um, it really started focusing in on these people are in this room and these are the decisions that have to be made. Let's get through it. If it has to go down to a different meeting, um, it gets handed off to maybe a leadership team member to talk with their team, um, but didn't have to include us continuously. Yeah. And we also, before we started doing this, we would just talk about the same things over and over. Like we never actually mm-hmm. resolved them. Right. It was more just, you know, talking right. about it, but, <laughs> but not really with any like goal to do something about it or right. change it or, you know, sometimes you can't solve it. So you just move on. Right. Okay, we just have to live with that. It's like, okay, we talked about it. But it would <laughs> but just no, keep coming nothing back. Nothing was ever solved, yeah. Things would just keep coming back. One of my favorite things when we started EOS, I don't know if you remember this, but I always do, <laughs> is um, early on, I mean, just within our first few months, you said, wow, I something about, like, I, I actually enjoy meetings now. Yeah. And, and that was not <laughs> your personality. No. I I tend to just unplug because I'm, or if it gets, if I'm not engaged in every single part of the conversation, then my mind will start to disengage and start thinking about other things I have to work on or places I have to be or um, something might trigger um, a new idea and I start already plotting that out or whatever. But, yeah, if... And because there would be like, you know, little meetings. It's like you two could really talk about that and it doesn't have to include me. But when it's at the leadership level, these are the things that are brought that need my attention. And I can stay definitely engaged all the time. And it feels like you're really kind of cutting through everything, too, because I hate it. And I know you did, too, when you would leave and you wouldn't really have a solution because um, we did not IDS it, which is a term that is also in the EOS system where you have to identify what the problem is, you know, actually have a discussion and a decision made, and then how are we going to solve this? Um, and you would literally write down, okay, wh- who's going to, what do we, what do we decide here? And, you know, wh- where do we go from here? Where um, sometimes, like I, like I said, I swear it was just a big venting 
um, meeting and nothing was ever decided or solved. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of it does come around to people Mm -hmm. and, you know, every business is made up of people, right? Like we're all doing different things, but we're all a bunch of people doing it, whatever the company is. I guess in the future will be some robots, but still run, <laughs> run by people. At some point, I think businesses always involve people. And and that is not to say that all your problems are people because they're bad. A lot of your problems are people because you're not communicating well. Mm-hmm. They don't know what you expect from them. They're, th- you know, often, I think when we started to implement EOS, we had a bunch of people who genuinely were trying and thought they were doing the best thing, what was right for the business. The problem was they didn't really know what we thought was right for the Mm -hmm. business. So they were all like swimming in different directions and kind of spinning all around, not kind not, you know, joining and all moving in the same direction. Right. And it wasn't their fault. You know, we were not clear with right. them on so what we needed people, them people to start be doing. People start making their own definition of what's right. They're you like, know? well, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do, but this, this makes sense this to feels me. Right. So yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. And then the person next to them is off doing something entirely different and mm-hmm. thinks their priority is something totally different. And obviously you can see where that can <laughs> turn into oh my serious gosh, yeah. conflict. And it, right? it's, it's super easy to fall down into that well as well. But um, what is also great about EOS is um, just the groundwork that gets set up at the beginning um, to identify a lot of that stuff where you you sit down and just write down, you know, who we are and what do we believe and this is our mission statement and and um, it's not just a bunch of words that sound great like empowering like is which is one of your favorite words <laughs> we empower <laughs> you know whatever that is what we do but really um, dug deep as to what it is that we stand for and why we're here and why does this company exist um, and that's a little bit of what that changes too because you have to keep in mind that you hired people at a point where maybe you were unclear and they thought it was a good fit I guess and then you start saying no this is really what we stand for and I mean truly what we stand for and they're like oh well that's not really what I signed up for you know and some of this accountability is not what I signed up for I liked it kind of you know where I was you know working on my own or making up my own rules and and that sort of thing and and now you know these people are coming down with these rules and meetings and things and it you know those conversations got a little awkward too that bringing that sort of change in and that accountability and um and things like that. And, and like I said, something maybe just as simple as what you stand for that people just didn't understand. Um, which also, with once we got into this as well, the, the whole grading system of who gets to stay and who gets to go is very liberating as well because difficult conversations were also kind of sketched out in this as well where um, you would grade people on, you know, whether or not they, you know, they got the job, they, you know, really understood it. Um, wanted the job and had the capacity to do it. Um, and just by saying that, you sh- might be able, you might be thinking of some people right now in your company that's like, well, you know what, they, they really want this job, but do they really know how to do it? Or do they understand what the job is? Or are they a good fit? And once we said we were all in with EOS and this is how people would be graded based on the values, based on this system, it was a lot easier to have conversations with people to talk about where they were falling flat a little bit. Um, and, and speak directly to that and not feel like it was super personal. Yeah, that's one thing I like about it is that it is so transparent that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, I never, I never think it's fair, you know, if someone is, you know, struggling in their role or whatever and you have to have a conversation with them about it, I never want them to be surprised. Like, right. if they were surprised by that, then 
I didn't do a very good job of being clear about what I expected in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is so transparent that, you know, hopefully eliminates those surprises. Everybody knows what, you know, they're measured by. Mm -hmm. We have a weekly scorecard. Everybody has metrics for their job. You know, it's, it's all very upfront and not secretive. And so, um, I think it, it actually, I mean, it doesn't make it easier to have difficult conversations mm-hmm. because they're always, you know, it's always challenging, I think. But it makes it more, um, it makes it less personal, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, you're a bad person. Right. It's, you know, you're not meeting this metric. And let's talk about it like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, what's mm-hmm. what's the gap? And maybe we can solve it. And maybe we can't. But at least it's just about that number. It's not about, like, you as a human being. Right. You know? And, and I think that it does take a lot of that, more that personal um, striking out at someone. It takes that away. It makes it not feel like you're personally beating mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. up. Um, you're just working together to try to solve a business problem. Exactly. You know, that's that's good for everybody to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you might find out too that you have, like one of our values is accountability, and there might be someone on your team that is just really not that good at it, but if you have professed that this is, you know, one of the things that we hire and fire by, and this person is not being very accountable, um, you can have that conversation with them, and, and you know, with full disclosure, you know, here's some instances where you were not accountable, and you know that those are the rules of the game. Um, so you might have to get off the team if you can't fix that. Yeah, or and you provide some tools that help them. Exactly. You know, to like they have a scorecard. So mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious if you're, you know, you're right. hitting your numbers or you're not. Um, so they're not sort of floating around. If they're not good at naturally being accountable, mm-hmm. they're not sort of floating around wondering, right. oh, am I doing what I'm supposed to? I have no idea. I have no like, idea. Well, I yeah. have no goals. I you know. And that I'm can, very busy, though. Yeah. And that can be <laughs> great for people. On the other side, too, people who maybe weren't used to having measurements actually could see the success of the work they were accomplishing. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. on the positive side, too, they actually see what they're getting done every week. Because some weeks, you know, you have those weeks where it's like, I was just so busy. I have no idea what happened this week. Right. Oh, look. Right. <laughs> now I can see it. It's right. on my scorecard. Right. I was either very productive or I was not. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think that it's um, it's transparent in every way, which can be really great for people. And sometimes it shines a light on something people didn't want you to see either. Right. You know, that, and that can happen. That's <laughs> where these tools are, are really great as well. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say that people are, you know, might be trying to hide something. Sometimes they just don't know. You're like, I've been, yeah. I've been working very hard thinking I know I'm doing the right thing, um, but there might just be something missing. And you can, you can, Find what that is right away without a lot of guesswork and speak directly to that and see if that person can, you know, raise their game or, or like I said, get it, wants it and has the capacity to do it. Because I mean, um, again, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It's just, this is not the right role for them. And you you don't want to see people struggle. Right. And you can, hopefully you can help them solve it. But it's like you said, you can't solve something if you don't even know what the problem Mm -hmm. is. You know, Mm -hmm. if they're just in the dark you know, how are they going to get better if they don't actually know what they're trying to get better at? Right. You know, right. So it, it really can be good for people in, in development too. Exactly. And it, it takes out a lot of the guesswork too, which, you know, sometimes you're like, well, you know, Bob's a hard worker, but I just, so I don't understand what's going on, you know, but maybe Bob doesn't have the passion for your company anymore or, yeah. or something like that, or just wants to do something else and, or, 
you know, wants more and you can't provide that for them mm-hmm. because there's not a box for that. You know, you can't create a box for Bob because he wants to get promoted. And it's like, well, we really don't need like a vice vice president of something, you know, yeah. um, this is, this is the roles we require and you have to fit in one of these boxes, Bob. Otherwise, you know, we'll have to have a discussion. Yeah. And so one thing that I think is interesting too, is, um, how, it's constantly evolving. So it sounds a little bit, and I guess I thought when we started this process, there was this, like, you put all these tools in place and then you'll just use them mm-hmm, you know, every mm-hmm. week and just sort of run along like a little machine. But of course it's not like that. Nope. It's, you know, constantly evolving, constantly changing. Someone joins your team, you know, you have to figure out what box they fit in, what their bullets mm-hmm. are, where, how do they fit, you know, how are they working with the rest of the team? You're always updating your processes. You're always updating who's in a meeting, who's not, you know, different roles, like nothing is ever stagnant. And so the system stays the same, but you're, they're just tools that you're using. Mm-hmm. Like those tools are always adjusting. And even like you said, our um, mission and vision, although it's never changed really since from the beginning of when we started the company, it took us a couple tries to get it in words, mm-hmm. right? Like the first few times we wrote it, it wasn't exactly a hundred percent and it took us a couple rounds to really articulate. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it, I don't think the, what we were trying to say changed, but it took us a while to figure out how to say it. Yeah. And even like that stuff has evolved. And sometimes I I felt too, that we were trying to make it into what we thought other people thought it should be. You know, you, you use, you know, words or terms like, well, this this is what we like ought to be. Yeah, like empowering. You know, we, we have not used the word empowering in this statement. And, you know, we, we should probably work that in somehow. And or who are we empowering? Um, but, yeah, it took us a few tries. And we finally got it right. So, you know, what the, and, and it kind of went back to where I think it was um, just someone on our team asked us, you know, what, what, why does a company exist? And what are you guys wanting to accomplish? And what what's your expectation? And we had to really... And I think I just kind of regurgitated something that I felt within my soul and the reason that we did, in fact, start the business. And um, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that it was, was why so, we were here. It was so like the deep truth. Right. But right. it took us a couple rounds to get there. Right. The deep truth. That's perfect. Yeah. I, I think that um, so part of that for me is is what is interesting about the system, too, is like it always gets not ever any more complex, but it always, you can get a little deeper with it. You Mm -hmm. can always use those tools. I mean, literally I pull out an EOS tool once a week for some reason Mm -hmm. to help someone talk through a problem or to help them figure out, you know, some sort of challenge they're having or to capture a process or whatever. I mean, we just literally, it's just sort of baked into how we run our business now. Mm -hmm. And um, when someone new starts, it's just, here's how we run our business. They never know any different. You mm-hmm. know, they just sort of walk into here, here's how it runs. And so I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> I'm very pleased that, you know, this many years into it, we still use all the tools. We still use them as, you know, purely, as they say, as purely as we can. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we haven't, you know, Frankenstein it together and kind right. of made our own better version right. of something. And you know, we, we are just, notorious for that. So, yeah, we, but we didn't. <laughs> we, we haven't felt the need to improve it or whatever. We just constantly utilize those tools and maybe in different applications and getting a little deeper with how we use them. But 
just keeping it simple is part of it. It's like, let's not, we don't have to go reinvent another form. We have this tool. Let's just use the ones we have Mm -hmm. and not, you know, be creating something new. And so I think that that it takes away, at least for me, a lot of like maybe angst or pressure to like keep reading about new systems and come up with something new and what's the next thing. It's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty bought into this. Mm -hmm. So when we get stuck, we just get out our binder. There's gotta be a tool in here for this problem. (laughs) There's a tool for everything. And there's a whole community you can reach out to Mm -hmm. other people who are using the system and, and so on. So there's lots of resources, but we don't have to keep, I guess, grabbing the next shiny thing. I feel like all the parts we need are in that box. Which is, is fantastic because as, um, I had said earlier is like, you know how to sell your, your thing, you know, your service, your goods, whatever, but how to run a business you don't have necessarily all the tools for. And this is kind of like just a little box of tools that you get to open up and the, all the answers are, or at least a lot of the answers are, are right. And they always run to something that's probably not in there, but <laughs> a lot of the but basics. There's probably a tool to help you there's figure it out. There's probably a tool to help you figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I'm going to mention too is, you know, this sounds like a lot and you can definitely grab the book that's called um, Traction, um, which is Get a Grip on Your Business, which is fantastic. And there's also another book that is Get a Grip that's a little more of a narrative version of this. Um, but either way, you can definitely read the books, self-implement, but if this becomes a little overwhelming, um, you can definitely hire a facilitator to help walk you through a lot of this. And we ended up doing that and found it to be incredibly helpful. Um most because we, at the beginning we thought, oh, we could do it. And, you know, but it left us out of the conversation. You know, um, you in particular were, were taking, was taking the lead on leading some of the meetings. Um, but while you're writing, you can't really, you know, just sit quietly and think about things and and participate in, in the way that you should have. Yeah. And I think if, if going into it, you know you have some issues you need to address or right. some challenging conversations you need to have, I guess... I think we just kind of looked at each other and said, like, well, if we were capable of having those conversations, we already would be. Right. And we're not. So (laughs) (laughs) we probably could use, you know, an outside facilitator to just kind of guide us and, frankly, push us. Right. Like when we were holding back or when he could tell there was something somebody in the room was not saying, Mm -hmm. he would poke Mm -hmm. until, you know, somebody spilled the beans. Right. Right. Okay. Here's my problem. (laughs) Um, and it it is hard to do that, you know, with yourself and also I think as the owner of the business, because mm-hmm. like you said, it does kind of come back to people are trying to do what they think you want them to do. Right. And in this case, say what you want to hear, you know, yeah. and the facilitator changes that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes are, people are saying things that you don't necessarily want to hear or really surprise you or or things like that. And yeah, we found that to be hugely valuable. Yes, absolutely. So I just, I tout the benefits of EOS all the time to people. And and at the end of the day, it's one of those things. It's a it's a system that helps you run your business, I think, so you can go run your business. Mm-hmm. Like you don't spend all your time caught up in the issues of running the business mm-hmm. as opposed to doing the work that you want to get into in the first place. That's right. probably why you started the company. Right. To do the the thing that you want to do, not to, you know, sort of worry about the operations right. of the business. And, and if uh, 
people issues start getting all consuming, that's where you spend all your time. If there's certain things in operations or meetings that are all consuming, like you're spending all your time in meetings or the processes, this helps clear all of that out. Because honestly, you can also assign people to work through some of those things. Um, so you don't have to. Yes. <laughs> and it's an opportunity, you've created an opportunity for them, which is so, so nice of you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I think, I guess we're just big EOS believers. You know, like you said, the book is out there. You can read the book yeah. and download tools and do the whole thing for yourself for free up to hire a professional to help you put it in or any, you know, anywhere in between. Right. And I will repeat that too, because again, that is Gina Wickman. If you wish to look that up, that is the author of the book and, and the creator of the system. And the book is called Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business. And there's also a book called Get a Grip. Um, if you go to www.eosworldwide.com, they have some EOS tools that you can download for free. So you can definitely start self-implementing if you so choose. But then again, I would really encourage you that if you're just not getting the answers you want or the buy-in that you want to definitely get a facilitator. He has also included a book that is called Rocket Fuel, which goes into something that we have not even talked about yet that is in the EOS system, and that is um, your visionary and your integrator. Um, and just briefly, that is you have to have somebody that really believes in the vision. And in our case, um, I have taken that seat as a visionary, and Kristen has taken that of the integrator. Um, I would recommend reading the book to kind of understand why you need both. But I can tell you that um, Kristen is definitely more detail-oriented than I am, and I am always very big picture. So th those are some of the um, the talents that each of these roles need to have. But I will also say that, you know, I am a visionary with integrator tendencies, and I think Kristen is an integrator with visionary tendencies. Um, but those are, we've, we've divided it out based on our strengths. So it's not like if Kristen has an idea, I'm going to just shut it down. I mean, we, we still have, a, or if, you know, some crazy thing happened and I did a spreadsheet, you know, <laughs> Kristen would not throw it in the trash. <laughs> um, so it's it's definitely, you know, part of, you know, um, a, a dual, a, you know, a double... Um, seat. You can't be both. You have to, you know, kind of claim one or the other. Um, it's a, but yeah, it's two roles that really work well together. Um, and you can learn more about that in um, Rocket Fuel. But in the meantime, you know, I guess you have to kind of self-evaluate your your own company. What, where are you spending your time? Do you need some help? Honestly, I would just, you know, if anything, just get get the book, get a grip. It's like I said, it's a it's a story format, and you can kind of see how it all kind of fits together, and say, you know what, I really could use that, which is kind of where we were at. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you would like to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com.